I was born by the river. I was shaking that ass, bending over, popping pussy. I was making that cash. Per. That was the spirit that Miss Chloe Bailey gave to us, to the world, when she dropped it low for the ancestors on ABC. And we ate it up, as we should. Now, all of you... All right, let me, let me turn off my spoken word. <laughs> all of you... No. Like, all of y'all... Talking about Chloe Bailey saying, like, oh, the dance was too sexy. Nina Simone, what a never. Nina Simone. Eh, 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 eh. Did y'all did y'all know who Nina Simone was? Y- you know Nina Simone took her clothes off and danced naked in, in a discotheca back in the day. She was a free, free woman. Y- y'all don't know. Hey, hey, y- y'all, y'all really don't know. And what y'all also don't know, that happened in the motherland. Monrovia, Liberia. Okay? Okay? If y'all remember in the Nina Simone documentary that's on Netflix, um, you know, when, when the in, the American industry was being whack, per usual, um, she left. She just dipped. She was like, fuck y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm going to live in Africa for a while. Um, she moved to Liberia. My grandmother actually knew her, which is wild. She, like, met, met her. That's what's yeah. up. That's According crazy. According to an article on OZY, uh, you know, she got a cottage by the beach and spent her nights partying with the country's elite. You know, um, she she was, um, yeah, she she was lit. Like, like she, she was just out there. There's this place called The Maze, the Monrovian Discotheca, dancing to pop music, drinking, and then, like, gagged everyone. Mama just took off her dress and just danced naked on tabletops all night. Um, he, she said, uh, he, uh, the Lord, brought me to, home to Liberia, and all other places are inferior. She would later sing on Liberian Calypso. So, like, keep, so keep keep sleeping on Liberia, but, like, like Nina Simone said that we the best. So, I really don't want to hear it from any, anybody. <laughs> what a cosign. The, the cosign. But anyway, back back to Miss Chloe. Like she she did what needed to be done in that in that performance, like like uh, g- giving us like a, a a little like almost a almost a dip, but close to it. It was like a, the way she spun and just like hit the floor. I was like, yo, giving vocals. People saying her performance is too extra. That they, they once said Beyonce's performances were too extra, and guess who? And, guess, and they and, still and, do. Yeah. And guess who Beyonce is mentoring now? Chloe and Halle. Yeah, like some people don't know and some people may have forgotten, but they've been direct they've been directly mentored by Miss Knowles herself. So like they, they are the future. And y'all can die mad about it. Die mad. They are the future. Y'all are the past. Y'all are the past. You can stay mad. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> okay, Pop spoken word, that sir. Thing <laughs> for the community. We didn't even start the show yet. Wow.
welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Boy Brunch, where toppings get tasted. I am Lolo Von Z, that is L-O-L-O-V-O-N-Z, a.k.a. the Liberian Aquarian, Da Soso Wata, a.k.a. the Joel of Connoisseur, a.k.a. the patron saint of crunchy roll passwords, okay, a.k.a. Afro Samurai, cut you in half without spilling a drop of lemonade, a.k.a. Black Dynamite. Don't you interrupt my kung fu. A.K.A. Marinated Neck Bone Bussy. A.K.A. In the Cotton Picking Bends. Put Massa on the Guts. White on White Whips. Kunta Kente on the Clutch. A.K.A. Jay Versace's Cameo and Django Unchained. They whipping Lil Jody. A.K.A. Isaiah Bradley's Reparations. A.K.A. Malcolm Triple X. Active in the community in more ways than one. You dig? A.K.A. 40 Bitches and a Mule Dick. A.K.A. Your First Choice for a Verse Voice. And now, it is time to introduce the hostess with the mostest. My work husband to a copyright infringement do us part, Mr. Dre. What up, a drazen in the sun? You are a fucking menace. <laughs> I am here. Um, what? I'm feeling good. The, the, the ancestors ate marinated neck bone pussy. Like they they've been doing it for for centuries. So like all the you know all all the all the pussy that the slave masters wouldn't eat, they they cook for themselves. And you know. Wow, we need to shut off my nigga's mic. Um. <laughs> But you know it's a good day. Uh, happy Juneteenth to my people. Happy Juneteenth. Um, by the time, goon, yes, goon by the time you hear this, it'll be over. Juneteenth, come on. Take them reparations <laughs> for them white people because they're not giving them. Period. Take it. Take it. I actually, I um, actually got twenty dollars in reparations today. As you should. It should be more. Mm, should be a lot more. It should be it's, more. It's a start. It's a start. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, you know, happy Juneteenth to my people. It's nice to be here. Lovely to be here. Um. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll be a few days after. But the spirit is still alive. Yeah. So, um, ho- I yeah. I hope you tripped a white person this weekend. <laughs> just just stick your leg out with a whoop. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Or you you can just you can just like you even gotta say my bad. Just like just be like oh, just, just keep it pushing. Um, to to my brothers and sisters and black siblings. In interracial relationships, you own your white partner on Juneteenth. Like, like you just you just own them. Um, I I don't make the rules. Okay. Just yeah, <laughs> they, they are legally obligated to do absolutely whatever the fuck you you want. Like for that entire day. That should be at all times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at all times, but extra, like double. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. Moving on to our delicious Juneteenth brunch. We got a delicious one for you. In honor of Juneteenth, we got a warm plate of shrimp and grits with scampi sauce. Ooh, that scampi butter. And poached eggs with a side of blackberry cornbread. Just, it's like a hug. It's too much and just enough at the exact same time. You hear me? All right. You're heard. And now we are moving on to a heaping helping of blurred news. And we got a lot today. 
in a segment I like to call Nerdy Nuggets Do the Right Thing. Okay, this is one of your more tamer ones. On the dick! All right, well, speaking too soon. Look at me. All right, amen. My nigga's back. (laughs) All right, so Black Panther is coming to the Avengers video game later this year. We got a new cinematic trailer that introduces the king of Wakanda himself. Uh, Although his face is not shown clearly until he puts on his Black Panther mask, he will be defending Wakanda from Claw, who has infiltrated Wakanda in order to steal Vibranium for his own plans. The trailer page indicates that War for Wakanda will release this August. The Black Panther expansion will be free to players who already own Marvel's Avengers on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One. The expansion had supposedly been planned for release earlier, but was delayed due to the sad and sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman, who played the superhero in the Marvel film. Yo, I'm so excited. This trailer is fucking lit. It, it, it's so it's so exciting like we I, I we saw the Dormelage, we saw Shuri like we, we saw fucking claw um one of um one of the things that I, I I wasn't too crazy about in the actual Black Panther movie was that we didn't get to see a whole lot of claw um claw is uh basic basically Black Panther's joker quite yeah quite little he is one of Black Panther's like most like long held um uh, ne- nemesis ne- nemesis like he's this um set this white dude so I believe south african who infiltrated wakanda to steal their re- resources so i just I, I really just wanted to see i was hoping that we would see like a black panther versus claw like a, a more climactic black panther versus claw because like in the in the animated series that they made for, for bet uh with when um diamond huntsu voiced uh black panther like um claw invades wakanda and T'Challa stabs that nigga in the chest with a spear. Like I like I I I was hoping I was hoping the movie would be giving that, but right as he was about to claw this nigga's face off, like um uh the girls were like, "Oh no, no, the country, the city, the, the 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 world is watching." And I was like I was like, "Then just just take his ass to jail or take his ass to Wakanda and kill his ass there." The fuck? But with this video game, like um, we own this video game, we get to beat this colonizer's ass over and over and over again to our heart's content, and I am so happy about it. The gameplay looks so fucking dope. The costumes look so fucking dope. It's just, yeah, nigga. It's just like I really, really like gameplay videos, and that shit just looks amazing. Like I can't say anything bad about it. It looked really good. Only, only thing I'm, I'm not too wild about the the Black Panther logo, like in the middle of his chest. It, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little too like um, <laughs> um, cut and paste superhero e. Like, it, like, not every superhero has to have the logo in the middle of the chest. That's the the, re- the reason I, I liked his his design. It was it, it took a little bit uh, a few more uh, liberties. Um, I, I'm really hoping we get, um, a bunch, a lot, we, we, we need all of the variant costumes, like give us the civil war suit, give us the updated black, black Panther suit, like, and get, get, give us some suits from the comics where he had, where he had the little cape, like, like we, we need, we need all the shit, like, oh, yo, yo, get, give us, um, give us like the tribal one, like give us the, uh, the, uh, Bashenga, 
um a pre- previous black black Pan- panther like he had like a little like uh black panther like hoodie like it was a little hoodie and all this stuff it was get giving like you know ancient wakanda like i i do one one day i do plan to um dress up as as bashinga because it's it's such a raw like look it's like it's that it's black panther but it's like um you know er, early days like like black panther year one like it's it's a really dope design but i hope we get all the skins i hope we get to play at not as not not just black panther but as sherry too but even if we just get um a lot of cutscenes with sherry and the dormilaji I, I i'd be excited and yo yo this this could <laughs> you know this gonna blow up you know niggas are going to lose their fucking shit i want to see all of it i want to see y'all posting videos of, of gameplay i want to see like all the little inside jokes like like like, let, like let's let's go like let, let's let's go let's let's shut like because maybe if we get um we get enough of these or we, we get enough you know support maybe they'll maybe they'll add a little bit or maybe not they, they may just be like you know give us like a little like um a <laughs> uh, little miles morales but still still like we are in the age of black superhero video games and i'm really excited about it moving on to titan news titan season three trailer teases jason todd's tragic comic book fate the hbo max drama's new season three teaser trailer is heavily hinting towards a batman death in the family spinoff the 55-second-long trailer begins with Jason Todd, played by Curran Walters, the wayward Robin who abandoned the titular super team in Season 2, breaking into an abandoned amusement park. There, he finds a corpse, smiling ear to ear, which is the Joker's trademark. And then we hear the clown prince of crime's notorious cackle. After a flurry of different shots, the teaser returns to the amusement park scene, and we see a shadowed figure violently beating someone. Is it Todd? With a crowbar, as Brendan Thwaites' Dick Grayson ominously narrates. This is Gotham. The city breeds a special class of criminal. People die here. People like us, says the Titans leader, clearly welcoming his teammates to his bedeviled home city. So... I'm re- really, um, really excited for the for this um, story. Even though, like, it, I, I felt like it came, it came a little too soon, but whatevs. Um, so it, it it is a very important Jason Todd comic book story. Um, released in 1988, the four issue arc is mainly remembered because DC allowed readers to vote on whether or not the Joker would kill Jason after kidnapping and torturing him. In the end, the Joker beat Jason to death with a crowbar. <laughs> So I, 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 girl, I think I, I believe that was um after like Jason Todd got a lot of like bad reception. Like niggas wasn't fucking with Jason Todd, so they're like, all right, like you know, we not only will we give, not only are we possibly gonna kill him, we'll give y'all the option to kill him. So, um, but he didn't stay dead for too long. You know, he was eventually resurrected. Um, the um. One of Batman's other longtime villains, Rachel Ghoul, uh, snatched up that body and placed him into the Lazarus Pit. For those that don't know, the uh, Lazarus Pit um, is a magical pool with like powers. It's whole. It's Rachel Ghoul's whole whole thing. That's that's how he stays um, immortal. Like you know, you t- take take a little dip in the Lazarus pit, you know, throw, throw some bath salts in there, you know, little, little Mr. Bubble, you know, and bing, bang, boom, you know, all, like you, you come back to life. 
uh, or back from back from near death. But they they, they drop they drop Miss Mamas in the pool, and um you know because you know he's um he was trained by Batman, so um um Rachel Ghoul like wanted to you know bring him back you know to like you know join his team, but he he <laughs> as soon as he woke up that nigga snapped like he said fuck everybody like beat niggas up and dipped. And then he he became his own uh, vigilante, the Red Hood. So he um, he defeats villains um, with guns. <laughs> you know, Batman's big thing is he doesn't he doesn't use guns, but Red Hood definitely uses guns, and he definitely bodies niggas. He's basically DC's version of Winter Soldier. So I'm I'm excited, but my only thing is that um that Jason that Jason Todd the Jason Todd we saw in season two he he's he looks a little uh he looks a little twinkish to be a Red Hood. And like he's he's significantly shorter than than Dick Grayson, so I don't I don't know if it's gonna be the same actor playing Red Hood or maybe they, they're just gonna they're get, gonna get someone. But I, I feel like if they do this, he needs to be like physically um, menacing, and I and I, I honestly don't know how they're gonna do that with like a tiny. <laughs> A, a tiny red hood like it's giving like i i'm feeling like if they use the same actor it's gonna have like red x tees you know from like uh, teen titans the nigga like red x um he looks just like robin but like in like a, a black and red skull out outfit um but yeah not not red hood he's giving like red x but anyway uh i am excited uh because also in, in this season uh, we are getting black fire um, St- Starfire's sister, like uh, we're finally gonna get to meet meet the two of them. One thing I, I love I love about this series, you know, it's it's it, it can be a little slow at times. It can be a little messy, and like I I I, I do kind of be like, oh, I I felt I feel like they could have um, cut the cast and like the money they spent they spent on all these extra characters they could have used on some special effects. You know, we we could have gotten gotten a few few more. You know. A few more bells and whistles, but it's cool because we got a dark-skinned black Starfire, and not and not just that. Uh, every Tamaranian we've seen—that's that Starfire's home planet. Every Tamaranian we've seen is black, like not only like black, but like dark, dark skin. Like the um, one of the soldiers who came from her planet of Tamaran to um, try and bring her back because Starfire is royalty, obviously, and you know she she left her she left her planet. Um, one like you know one in search of uh, Raven because you know she like it, it was her it was her duty to, to um, attack her but um, kill her like subdue her and two she was just like yo I'm done after her and Raven made friends she was like you know what you know this, this queen shit is cute but you know I'm I, I would much rather be a regular person like just chilling and like you know well not not wholly regular like I, I just want to just beat bad guys in in Gotham I'm not trying to run a whole planet but you know it's it's lit but yeah but just the fact that this is the first time Titans for me it's given like the first time you know the um, they've given us the idea of an all-black planet which is pretty amazing. So I'm 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 ex- I'm excited to see Starfire and Blackfire, you know, uh, connect because we have yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, new 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 Titans drops the second week of August. It's like August twelfth, I believe. August yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. And they better not skip. Bet they they better not sleep. You know. Also, I need Beast Boy. To transform into more than a tiger, girl. That would be nice. Girl, all, <laughs> he transforms into a tiger, and that's it. And I'm like, girl, 
it wouldn't it cost less to to animate a snake or a bird anyway? <laughs> I, I think I'm so, so confused. Uh, does he have to go through a whole arc before he can transform into other animals? Why? I don't get it. That's whack. Because in in the cartoon, like with cartoons, you can do more things. Like in one episode, like Beast Boy will transform into like eight different animals. Exactly. And, and, and right. that'll be in like one fight scene. Like first, like he'll like yeah. he'll trans like he'll transform into a, into a gorilla, or like and like if he's being choked as a gorilla, he'll transform from a gorilla to a snake and like slither out. And like yeah. if he, he'll he'll like die, he's dodging bullets. And like if he's if he needs to go faster, he'll like quick he'll transform into like a fly or a bird and like fly away. I'm like we we like <laughs> the shit's fluid. So like you know we're, like we're used we're used to Beast Boy like being very fluid with his powers. So you know I I would like really like them to bring that because we we've you know. Um, love the fact that that Beast Boy is Asian, but like I'm, I, I, I need to see him see more animal side of Beast Boy and less human side. All right, and staying in the DC realm, Harley Quinn creator says DC refused Batman Catwoman sex because heroes don't do that. DC Entertainment's animated Harley Quinn series has emerged as a critical and fan sensation over its first two seasons. And popularity around the series should only continue to surge as the upcoming third season heads to HBO Max. The show embraces violence and sexuality in a way the majority of comic book films and television series do not. And yet, there is a line DC is not willing to cross. In a new interview with Variety via Uproxx, Harley Quinn co-creator Justin Halpern reveals DC rejected a scene depicting oral sex between Batman and and Catwoman for the show's third season. It's incredibly gratifying and free to be using characters that are considered villains because you just have so much more leeway, Halpern said. A perfect example of that is in this third season of Harley when we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? They were like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Like, that's simply not true, but okay. <laughs> what really bothers me is that they, they've they released, um, like, in, in the previous DC animated universe, um, they introduced Damian Wayne, who is... Bruce Wayne's son, specifically, like Bruce Wayne, like had a child out of wedlock by Talia Al Ghul, Rachel Ghul's daughter. Um, yeah, also a member of the League of Assassins. (laughs) She she shows up to his doorstep one day and is like, "You got a kid? We we did that." Um, so and like there are several movies with Damian Wayne. So we all know that Batman has sex. So I don't and 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 there was a whole movie that they they did they did a movie adaptation of The Killing Joke where Batman has visible sex with Batgirl. So we all know like we like all the long time like DC fan like we see that Batman be fucking. Like we see that shit. So all of that, but Batman don't eat no pussy. I'm confused. Um, I forget. I forget who said it. Somebody tweeted. It was like, "That's what. That's what the the horns on his head are for." And, and why? And why? Oh God! Never covers please. His face. Oh God! Puritanical views on um 
on Batman will always be weird to me. Or like on like comic book characters will always be weird to me. Just that always. Nigga is it, a just, whole it just ass does not make leather sense. Leather muscle bear of a man. Did, did, did we all watch the same Batman and Robin? Like with with the latex, like the the fucking like the 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 up close, like the close up of him pulling leather over over his ass, the nipples. Like we all saw that, right? And you know, like the, the you know like the bat. I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know I don't know I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I, maybe I I just see things differently. But the Batman Returns logo, like the 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 gold one, the one in the shape of an oval with the bat symbol, like flip it on its side, flip it vertically. Don't it look like a vagina? <laughs> With the little, Shut you know, the in, in the middle Shut of the up. little, you know, just flipping on the side, you know what I'm saying? Like a, and don't it look like a little golden vagina? Brucey likes to eat and get ate. You know him and Superman, you know, be giving each other the, the tongue shampoo. All right, let me, let me pull this over, because, nigga. You know Bruce's hole is hairy. Okay. <clears throat> no, no. Not Bruce, not Bruce, not the man that I hate. We will not be talking about him. Coming faster and, than a speeding and, bullet. And something that I love. We will not do that. <laughs> something that I love. And just also, also, like I looked up, like Ugh. you know, Batman is super smart. Like that, that motherfucker knows at least forty different languages. The tongue dexterity, all that tongue dexterity, and you telling me that nigga don't munch the coochie? Y'all tripping. Hey, 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 hey uh, the homie uh, Zach, uh, Zach Snyder, he chimed in too. My man tweeted a picture of Batman in betwixt Miss Selena Kyle's legs. with, And he just, all it said was, canon. What a legend. That was so, that's some legendary shit. Mm, mm. Um, it was very that was tasteful. A good picture. Wow. Pun intended. It was. Very tasteful. It's <laughs> <Stupid. laughs> <laughs> All right, I've, I've I've had enough. I had enough. Let, moving on, moving on, moving on. Anthony Mackie has stirred controversy on Twitter for his take on Marvel fans rooting for a romance between his and Sebastian Stan's characters. During Thursday's episode of Variety's Award Circuit podcast, Mackie, who plays Sam Wilson, aka Falcon, aka Nickerbird, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was asked about fans' outright wanting Sam and Bucky Barnes, played by Stan, to become a couple. Mackie, who stars alongside Stan in the Disney Plus miniseries, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, replied that, In this day and age, so many things are twisted and convoluted. There are so many things that people latch onto with their own devices to make themselves relevant and rational, he added. Mackie went on to say that the idea of two guys being friends and loving each other in 2021 is a problem because of the exploitation of homosexuality. It used to be guys could be friends, we could hang out, we could do this, and it was cool, he continued. You would always meet your friends at the bar, but you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. Mackie also said it's important for him to represent a sensitive, masculine figure and that closeness between two men doesn't always insinuate romance. There's nothing more sensitive than having emotional conversations and a kindred spirit friendship with someone that you care about and love, he said. And you can call it a bromance or whatever they call it, but it's literally just two guys who have each other's backs, giggity, and you don't have that now. You can't find that now. He continued, there's no bro code between bros in 2021, and that's the thing. I think for a younger generation, they don't understand if I say that Sam and Bucky have a bro code that cannot be broken or altered. 
in any way, shape, or form changed? Um, I'm gonna let you go first because I've 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 got I've got a few thoughts. <laughs> what 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 you think? What you think? So I have like conflicting feelings on this. So like first. When I first heard it, well, when I first heard that, like, he was speaking about, I was like, why do niggas always, like, have to have, like, a stand when it comes to people possibly being gay? It's like, oh, yeah, like, wow, like, y'all don't have to say that. I was like, ugh. It's always, like, standing up for, like, masculinity when it comes to, like, when niggas want shit to be gay. It's like, oh, like, y'all don't have to push that on us and da-da-da. But when I listened to him, I was like, damn, bitch, like... I think the thing is that he's making a point that, like, the overarching um, problem with patriarchy is that, or, like, for, for for men, is that it, like, reduces men to, like, these emotionless shells, and that's what you're supposed to be. And so, like, if emotion is showed, or, like, closeness, or, like, kinship, like, niggas are like, oh, these niggas is gay. And that's just what it is, because there's no way that a straight person could be emotionally aware because that is because patriarchy says so. And that's just what it has to be. So, like, I like I fuck with the 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 sentiment that, like, you know, someone being like emotionally aware and intelligent is no indicator of their sexuality and it shouldn't be. But also I'm like, like, God, just let niggas want gay shit. (laughs) But also like, but you can also say the fact that, you know, because patriarchy, um, puts masculinity at like the forefront and like it, and the qualities, the traditional qualities. And I'm using that in quotes of masculinity tends, uh, at least in the interpretation that we tend to grasp onto, and by we I mean Americans, um, is you know emotionless, like holes and just like, oh, I chop wood and that type of shit, and like I'm tough and <laughs> oh bitch, I don't I don't mean Come no on, say wood. things, right? Me no say things. I lumberjack, you know, <laughs> and like that's all that masculinity seems to be, um. That's why I have I have these feelings, but I, I don't think what Anthony Mackie said was inherently wrong or like bullshit. But I do hate this this thought that like when niggas like start to or want to see something as like queer in any way, niggas are like, ho ho ho, hold on, you got too much dip on your chip. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 definitely yeah, I'm definitely with you in that. He technically didn't say anything wrong. Like he wasn't he wasn't wrong, but um, you know, him being a cishet man and you know, variety had a hand in this, you know, be, being very he was they were being very thirsty for rage clicks. And, you know, it was it's the perfect recipe for his words to get taken out of context. I was like, because he he was, yeah, Variety was wild for like, you know, putting his quotes out like that. But it was also, you know, him not not getting his point across as eloquently as he could have. Like, he was in the neighborhood. He just ain't parked the car in the garage. Yes. Yes. And it was like, 
But it, it's interesting because when I first, when we first started watching Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, um, immediately every single scene where the two of them were like a little too close, everyone was like, oh, "They gay, they gay," and my thing. And I was like, uh, part of me was like, "I don't like this," not because of the whole gay thing, but because we can get better representation of queerness elsewhere. Like for me, my thing was like, I would rather not have, I would rather not project queerness onto, you know, two agents of the state. <laughs> That's where I was at with it. I was like, them inherently being gay was nothing wrong. It's just the fact that they're gay while working for imperialistic industrial complex of the, the American, you know, military system. But anyway, but I do, I do agree with that. Like, you know, it, two men can be intimate without it being gay but considering that with you know with that in mind it's also it's interesting it's it's important to note that there have been several interviews in which my man goes out of his way to hint at marvel putting black widow and falcon in a relationship when they've never been together in the comics ever like they've never checked for each other ever and it's just so because anthony mackie clearly has a crush on um scar scarlett johansson i'm like uh, uh, okay girl like whatever but yeah like he he has no problem with being like oh falcon and black widow should get together falcon and black widow should get together when when like they, they've never like they've never seen it for each other like they don't even do brunch together girl like it's you will never you will you will never be in a scene with her like romantically like he's fine with saying that but when it comes to gay people projecting a harmless fantasy onto a fictional TV show, all of a sudden he's tripping on his words. What he said was homophobic. Yeah, like be real, be real about it. Like especially like the, the way he, the the way he could have just been like, I don't see it like that. But if the fans see it that way, that's fine by me. Like you could have given a quick like, if you like it, I love it, and moved on. It didn't have to be this whole speech. But, you know, considering what he said about black people with locks, um, it, a, a reminder, like that there's an interview where he's like, oh, you know, my, my little nephews were like, I want to get dreads. And then, and then he was like, and he, he he showed them an episode of Cops. He was like, you know, all like, look, look at Cops. You know, all of the men with dreads are getting locked up, unarrested by the cops. So you want to get dreads, that, that's what you're going to be. So just it's, I, I, again, again, again. <laughs> are black men with dreads racially profiled yes do dreads make black men criminals no it's like it's the same basic cishet approach to everything and also you know like the you know i know he was joking about this we even named our episode this um you know talking about women and women in the home like make daddy a sandwich it's just like this nigga just he he just doesn't have the range to be given hot takes on anything. And like like get 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 this man a PR agent or, or something to like just go go over and all this stuff. like like don't don't let this man go off mic. Like like he cuz you know he he's 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 just like the the messy uncle. He the the uncle who means well, but he stays uh, I'm sticking his head in his ass every time he speaks. Shut up, nigga bird. My god. <laughs> And our last story for this segment. 
Rita Moreno has posted a new statement saying that she is incredibly disappointed following her comments about the lack of Afro-Latino representation in In the Heights. During an appearance on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert on Tuesday night, Moreno defended In the Heights creator Lin-Manuel Miranda over criticism that the film did not cast any dark-skinned Afro-Latinos in its leading roles. Well, I'm simply saying, can't you just wait a while and leave it alone? Moreno said on the show. There's lots of people who are Puerto Ricanos, who are also from Guatemala, who are dark and who are also fair. We are all colors in Puerto Rico. Um, and this is how it is. And it would be so nice if they hadn't come up with that and just left it alone. Just for now. I mean, they're really attacking the wrong person. In a new statement posted to Twitter, Moreno acknowledged that she was clearly dismissive of dark-skinned Afro-Latinos and the importance of the community's representation on screen. I'm incredibly disappointed with myself. While making a statement in defense of Lin-Manuel Miranda on The Colbert Show last night, I was clearly dismissive of black lives that matter in our Latin community, Moreno wrote. It is so easy to forget how celebration for some is lament for others. Moreno's statement continued in the thread in which she praised Miranda's response to the criticism. In addition to applauding Lynn for his wonderful movie version of In the Heights, let me add my appreciation for his sensitivity and resolve to be more inclusive of the Afro-Latino community going forward, Moreno said. See, you can teach this old dog new tricks. This is how you fuck up and, you know, do a, pro a proper damage control. <laughs> because, whoo, non-black Latinos have been getting dragged uh, uh, from, 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 from top to taint on the internet for they, for they dry ass con mm, mm, rightfully, mm, mm, mm. They rightfully. Go, the browns are really going down bad the browns and the whites are really really going down bad for this one <laughs> girl did you see that video of um, the um, Afro Latina uh, girl from the root uh, you know, like talking to one of the producers, like, girl, what's what's going on? And Mans was like, the darkies didn't try hard enough. <laughs> Listen, I saw like a like I saw the video flowing on the timeline and I just read the comments. I was like, you know what, bitch, I'm better off not watching this because I know I'm going to be pissed off. But like, nigga, is that really what was? <sighs> Don't they get tired of the saying same, the same thing like, 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 over like, what's, and like, I'm, over. I'm, I'm, I'm giving uh, man, man Lil Miss with, with the nails be beating his white friend in the car. Because, like, what do you mean, Alex? <laughs> what what do you mean? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, an Afro-Latino is like, there are no dark-skinned people. Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't see any dark-skinned people in, in this movie. And, and literally their response is, they're in the back. Oh, child. They, oh, oh, so, like, the... So, so the black, all, all the, all the blacks, all the darkies are in the back. Oh, bet, bet, bet. It was just it, and like somebody had posted like a, a screenshot of like them recycling the same black person <laughs> in the picture. It was like they were like, oh, if you look at like this still, if you look at this still of this of this black person in like because they were doing like some synchronized swimming, and I was like, if you look at this still of this black person in this circle and go right over here, it's the same black person. This CGI, they said no, no effort at all. Mm. That cut paste <laughs> button was working overtime, honey. How sad! How sad! <laughs> 
I, I mean, I mean, congrats to Miss Mama for getting her coin. But wow, like I, I would have loved to hear her speak. Yeah, but... <laughs> have have a have a character arc. Come on now. Please, please. Exactly like oh, like black, like dark skinned Latinos don't even like matter. L- literally, uh, a dark skinned Dominican nigga literally like picked me up like through Lyft like the other day. Like I called a Lyft and like th- this dark skinned Dominican nigga like there was like blasting reggaeton music like scoop me, <laughs> like singing like in like uh, singing in, in Spanish to, to the words and then um somebody cut him off. He was like, Yo, bro, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> like <laughs> Like Afro Latinos be out here. Like what do you like? What do you mean? What do you mean, Alex? My God, <laughs> there are so many, and they often feel so overlooked, and it's sad that you know because like there are so, like you said, there are so so many around the world, so many around the world, and to to see that, and honestly, I feel like. Afro Latinos are the majority from like white Latinos, um, because like I, you know, reading there's like big populations in like you know Argentina, Venezuela, like Brazil, or uh, uh, you, you, I don't oh, know. You, you said if, big populations. <laughs> shut the fuck. It's big papi. I don't know it's what big papi. Um, <laughs> that man. Can I don't know if um, eight days. Oh my out god! Of I knew you were gonna say that. Like just, just stuff me and then feed me some mofongos. Like, um, and I don't know if Brazilian people are considered Latina, Latinx, but if they are, like, the majority of people in Brazil are Afro, Afro, <laughs> like are black, Negro. So, like, to know that most of the people who identify as Afro Latino are black, and they like. Most of the times when they see representation of Latinos or, um, you know, uh, of, you know, Latinx people on in media, it's white people or very, very light people. It's it's just sad, which is why this this whole uh, brownish show thing is like I, I, I really hope they they take into consideration Rito Moreno's um, apology because, girl, it. it <laughs> I mean, they already fumbled the bag with that word, like brown, brownish, because like you know, because like the, yeah. cause the 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 Latino experience is more than brown. It's like yeah, it's it's white, it's brown, it's black. Like mm-hmm. they they already fucked up with the, with the name. I feel like if if they could, you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, and girl, they, they could have called it um Latin-ish. It's right there. It sounds like you know it, Latinx, right Latinish. Like it's right there. It's right there. No, oh, Kenya, nigga, hire anyway. me. I write, bitch. Please, please. All right, all right. So that that wraps up uh, n- nerdy nuggets. Um, we don't have a guest today. That's that's why we um, that's why we sat on the stories for a little bit longer. Um, but girl, girl, we we got we got some treats for y'all. We we got we got some treat, treats for y'all. Um, and yeah, you know, we we you know we we got to go out. Um, it's still Pride Month. It's it's Juneteenth. It's Goonteenth. Um, but girl, you know we we still gonna rock it out for y'all. So we, we're gonna take a quick break, and um, we're gonna go straight to the music segment right after this. All right, all right, and we are back. Now it's time for the sample platter. 
in honor of Juneteenth, uh, we are giving you all some new age Negro spirituals to restore, revitalize, reniggalize your life. And that includes some ignorant shit. So we're going to get into it. These are like, like, you know, hood classics. The songs that, you know, as soon as they, they come on, you know, the auntie's going to make the frown face and just look, look, look over, whisper, whisper to, to the, the other ladies and be like, Ugh, I don't understand why they listen to that. Boom, boom. I know y'all didn't get hosed down for this, but we live, we live, we, 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 like, we, we appreciate you. Um, the, the, the fact that you fought for our freedom, then we can be free to, um, pop pussy to these songs today. And I'm gonna let my, um, yes. And I'm gonna let my homie Dre go first. Why I gotta go first? What you trying um, to say? Cause you have the only song with a lady on it and ladies first. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, me with, um, you know. Without the misogyny. No, I'm joking. I love you. Um, so, <laughs> the first song uh, that we're going to play is a song by a certain equestrian. Someone of the equestrian variety. Goodbye. <laughs> um, if you haven't guessed yet, it is from the Megan Thee Stallion. Um, it's from... Uh, it's from uh from me probably my favorite project of hers it's 2019's fever and the song is aptly named hood ratchet so let's go ahead yeah hood ratchet huh with my hood rat friends hey everywhere we go hey we be drinking hey hey shake that ass shake that Nigga, I played this shit out in the year of our Lord 2019. You hear me? You hear me? That beginning with uh, <laughs> want my spot out of fight. Is. Want my spot out of fight like Wakanda. <laughs> I forgot what that nigga's little name is, but in the Boondocks they refer to him as Lamilton. <laughs> the dude, in the, the little boy who took his grandma's car in the beginning. I forgot what his real name is, but in Boondocks so, they did so, a parody. So and what Lamilton. do you? Um. So so how? What do you do uh, when you don't get your way? Kick them, punch them, <laughs> smack them in the face. Well, it's fun to do bad you things. Un- you understand that that's wrong, right? Yeah, but I want to do hood rest. <laughs> I want to do hood rest stuff with my friends. The 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 fact the fact that they had they they did it they did a parody of that video and like it set you know set to the. The plot line of Halloween. Oh God! You, did you catch that? I did until just now. <laughs> like the 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 Rob Zombie zombie one specifically because um, the Halloween like the Halloween reboot had uh, you know a, a scene where Doctor Loomis is talking to like the young Michael Myers 
like the like oh you know look, looking in, in, into the mind of like a, a psychopath and it's like it's the it's the exact same like that carrying out and like you know the the um the horror movie music that comes in the background when like Riley's trying to leave and he was like I said let's go and like the horror, I was like no, this <laughs> it was funny but it was also very pretty it was also pretty terrifying at the same time yeah. <laughs> oh my like, god like that's like that is how you do a parody y'all mm-hmm. Mm. Bitch. Hood rat shit with my hood rat friends. Hey, I mean, I'm not saying like like you know me this. I mean, don't don't say I'm putting a koofy hat on, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Megan dropped fever in 2019, and then COVID hit in 2020. That's Listen. all. That's all I'm gonna say. Moving on. That's all. Moving on to another uh, beloved Negro spiritual. Is a cut by Playboy Cardi, uh, featuring Young Thug, um, aptly named Chopper Won't Miss a Nigga. She hopping to the east split, hopping to dick like a bitch, suck on my dick like a tick. Chopper won't miss a nigga. 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 Hundred round drum killer, everybody. Um, Playboy Cardi speaking on black people's rights to bear arms. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Also, you know, a little, uh, you know, suck on my dick like a tick. I thought he said chick, and I no, was like, hold no, up. No, he said like like suck on my dick like a tick. You know, because ticks suck. Now blood. I know. Now I know. I mean, also, you know, young young thugs part. You know, um, cheated on my bitch with a bitch with bigger titties. <laughs> um, that's life. Such is life. Um, Period. Uh, did you see? Did Did you see the pic of that of that um that anime anime lady? With like gigantic breasts, and I retweeted. Which it, one, nigga? Oh, okay. Oh, you're true. There was this <laughs> th- this 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 female voice actor. She said that like, yeah, I I voiced women with anime women with like very large breasts. But, like this one takes the cake. And I think um she it was an anime version of Aphrodite, and mama's mama had like watermelons that like take the blue ribbon every year at the state fair, like. Like they were comically large. <laughs> I did not see it. I I I, I was like her, her poor back, but then I realized oh she's a goddess. She she, she probably has like a back of like titanium and gold and you know diamond studs and shit. But anyway, getting back on track, Dre. What what else you got? Yes. Um. So my second song is also by another female rapper. I discovered her I think last year. Um, she's one of my favorites. Uh, she's out of Texas. 
Her name is Ken the Man. And the reason why I chose this is because, like, how gutter she sounds. And that's, to me, just, you know, nigga shit. Wait, she's a, wait, wait she's, uh, she's a she, female rapper, but she calls herself Ken the Man? Yes. Interesting. And okay. I love it. Come love on, it. come on, gender fluidity. Um, amen. That's what we that's what we fuck with. And like the reason why I chose this song because it's so gutter and it's so nasty. And she really just does not give a fuck. And you know, that's why this song is called IDGAF. I don't give a fuck. Here we go. Swear to God, the pimpin' in me never played that. Asked him for the face, I wanna ride it like a racetrack. Fucked around, forgot his name, he should've wore a name tag. I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. About a nigga, cause a nigga just a nut. I ain't worried about a nigga just a buck. He can give me everything, it still'll never be enough. I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. About a nigga, cause a nigga just a nut. No nigga special, all these niggas getting ducked. I'm looking good, of course these niggas wanna fuck. I got a nigga named Mark, he say I'm breaking his heart. He just want a little time, but I be making it hard. I told him don't be insecure, he know he fuck with a star. That's why I really like Jake, cause he be playing She said, I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck about a nigga cause a nigga just, just a nut. nut. These niggas, <laughs> they ain't special. All these niggas getting ducked. My favorite part. He could give me everything. It still will never be enough. All men are mentally and emotionally weak. <laughs> Exploit them. <laughs> That's Hashtag it. black misandry. Amen. I love it all. But yeah, listen to Ken the Man. Ken the Man is su- like, she's such a gutter chick from Texas, and I love her. I recommend her 100%. All right. Back to me. Um, this next cut uh, comes from the homie Money Man with, with an, an ode to um, our enslaved ancestors. Bitch, I'm rocking chain like a field nigga. How the fuck you real nigga? Squill nigga. Roll that pressure up and pop a ceiling. Come that baby girl I'm trying to build with. Heard you give money how I feel nigga. Heard you give money, how I feel, nigga She coolin' with a real one, how I feel, babe She coolin' with a real one, how I feel, babe Heard you give money, how I feel, nigga I heard you give money, how I feel, nigga Bitch, I'm rockin' chain like a feel, nigga How the fuck you real, ain't you swell, nigga Heard you give money, how you feelin', nigga I been stackin' money to the ceiling, Bitch, I rock a chain like a field, nigga how the fuck you real and you squeal, nigga? Roll that pressure up and pop a seal, nigga. Come here, baby girl. I'm trying to build with you. Money man. Advocating for the union of the black family. Bitch, I rock a chain like a field, nigga. How the fuck you real and you squeal, nigga? Scripture. Questions that niggas Come is on. asking. What else you got? Yes. All right. So my next song is by an artist. I don't know. So if you don't, if if, if you don't know, I'm a very big fan of OT Genesis because that nigga's just fucking hilarious and all his music is great because it's funny. Okay. Oh, <laughs> do that. I was creeping. <laughs> this nigga. I'm a Like, you want to talk about a rapper that is camp? OT Genesis. That's a camp-ass nigga. K-Camp. Okay? So, 
<laughs> so one of my favorite songs because he's him, comfortable nigga, with himself it's, right <laughs> it's hard to choose but like there was this song uh uh that i you know i have been listening to for about a year or so and uh it's simply it's by ot and it's simply entitled cash on it now you know when we talk about nigga shit you gotta talk about a little cash so white go. go for leap put the cash on it bought a new jeep put the cash on it Made that ass fat, put the cash on it. Bought a new strap, put the cash on it. 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 Got a hundred bees. Got a hundred C's. Got a hundred P's. Got a hundred G's. Human race on That's a bumblebee. 36 something, that's another key. Bitch look fine, that's another fee. Lil' bitch flee, who the fuck is she? I ain't next to y'all, gotta check a ball. Ass real fat, that cholesterol. Wipes go for leap, put the cash on it. <laughs> Nigga's fucking stupid. Ass real fat, that cholesterol. <laughs> Nigga, shut the fuck I mean, is he wrong? <laughs> Cornbread fed honey said, Bought a new jeep Put some cash on it Got a new strap <laughs> Put some cash on it I hate this nigga so much uh, Co-signed songs, by Beyonce so, mm. Hello Hello his, so- his songs are high camp Nigga if you want to have a good time Just partying And also laugh low key When you listen to the song OT Genesis is that nigga He's Larry us And he has a good flow yeah, please go yeah, through on, his catalog. Yeah. Oh, it's oh yeah, great. it's it's funny on on like on on push it, you know, like like <laughs> almost burned my fucking hand. I forgot the shit was hot. <laughs> <laughs> like this nigga's. <laughs> That nigga wild. All right, all right, all right. All right. So next next song I'm going to play is uh, by by Twenty One Savage. Um, it's um, delightful Negro spiritual with a, a reimagining of one of our civil rights legends. Yeah, I I, I really I really appreciate this song for w- what it means to the black community. And that song is Baby Girl. VVS and bitch, they doing a crib walk. Niggas act like Jay-Z, might as well hit chalk. My GD partners throwing up the pitchfork. Put it in the bowl and whip it till it get hard. I don't smoke weed cause it made me snort. I pull up with the stick and let this bitch spark. Swear I would have shot that crack if I was Rosa Parks. Yeah, suck me like a lollipop, baby girl. Yeah, yeah. Suck me like a lollipop, baby girl. Yeah, yeah. Ride that dick and do the bunny hop, baby girl. Ride that dick and do the bunny hop, baby girl. You ain't talking about money, I ain't stain you, baby girl. You ain't talking about fucking, I ain't stain you, baby girl. Did that Gucci shit, all that shit be Taylor, girl. Yeah, you got some cake, a nigga trying to bake it, girl. Not for real, dog. Yeah. 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 Not for real, dog. Twenty one. 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 Twenty
21. Listen, 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 listen. Before I even get before I even get to the thesis of this of this song, okay. This nigga said, stab a nigga up. This that Shawshank redemption. Bitch, I send hits. I don't walk around with tension. Got a island girl, and she come from St. Vincent. Pull up with a chopper nigga, started running, not flinching. And then, then he just finishes up with, I pull up with the stick and let this bitch spark. Swear I would have shot that cracker if I was Rosa Parks. 21. <laughs> 21. 21. Um, Shameek Moore yeah. talking about like, oh, you know, she could have just called a taxi. No. Actually. Oh actually. That nigga's a menace. But 21 is just always a good time. So thank you for that. Um, So we have come to my last song. The end. We got four for y'all today. We do. You know, special. It's, it's special. Like a, you know, a little, little, little extra crack on the side. Yes. As Period. a treat. A little sprinkle. Crack, rock, crack, rock. Okay, so. How the gutter do it? <laughs> um, another ignorant ass nigga. Like, no matter what this nigga does, he's also campy. Um, no matter what this nigga does to me, it's hilarious. The way he talks, the way he walks, the shit he says. It's just always fucking hilarious. Black Youngster, to me, is just... How do you describe oh, that easy. nigga? Um, Black Youngster is the cousin who'll fart next to you and just side-eye you until you smell it and then laugh in your face. <laughs> That's it. That is who Black Youngster That's is. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Whore. Yeah, no, it's true. Whore. <laughs> Whore, whore, nigga. Whore. I be laughing all the time. Um, so if you know who Black Young is, you know that there is there is hardly ever a song that this thing is on that ain't on some ignorant shit. Um, so but the the one that I'm going to play right now is a song called uh, "Where They Do That." Amen. Amen, Saints. Let's go. Where they shoot at? Who they shoot at? Where they do that? What my two that? Fuck with me, get shot like who that? Body for a body, where I'm from, young niggas, they do that. They didn't shoot at me, so who the fuck they shoot at? I'm in competition with the opposition till they dead. I don't fall asleep, I'm pussy niggas, pistol by the bed. My little nigga retarded, he get no fucks, he shoot you in your head. My little bitch so tough, she hold her trigger, but for me, she shit. Fuck 12, I ain't been a science since the crackers beat me in my head. Free killer keep free blood gang, free my cousin, he still in the feds. Pussy shot me in my leg, should've shot me in my head. He ain't gon' make it on rush hour three, I ain't stopping till that nigga dead. Yeah, I know what my ops stay. I'm gonna pull That's down them niggas, bro. Nigga, what do I, I yeah. start? Yeah, I, I admit What's I don't I don't listen to a lot of black youngsters. Like the only song I know from him is Booty. <laughs> I'm, not, so I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie to you, but yeah. That was nigga, that was the, that was fly. <laughs> he said what they shoot at, who they shoot at, where they do that. Where my two left fuck with me, get shot like who that. <laughs> Body for body where I'm from, your niggas they do that. They didn't shoot at me, so who the fuck they shoot at? <laughs> shot me in my leg. They, they should have shot me in my head. I just yo black like, young nigga, nigga, just like, like don't, don't give your would be assassins constructive criticism. Hello. What are you doing? Hello. <laughs> this. Yo, I just, I love the new crop of niggas 
who are doing like just funny ass rap music that's like it's like dope but it's also just funny as shit and like their personalities are just funny as shit there's not that many but they're coming and i really i really love what they're doing so shout out to black youngster because that nigga's hilarious and i love watching him just do anything honestly all right um you know you know we couldn't get out of this playlist without without a song about a monkey right No. No intro. It's Young Thug Harambe. Them down bad, beat him with the bat. Hashtag that. This nigga. <laughs> this shit can get ugly for you. I'll pull up and bust your mama. I'll pull up and bust your brother. I aim at your fucking family. I aim at your whole clique. I aim at your motherfucking mama. I aim at your fucking daddy. I aim at your daughter and son, nigga. I'm aiming at everything. I aim at the baby. I got the devil inside of me. Um. Yeah. You know, thank you, Young Thug, for uh, you know in- inciting uh, the race war. Um. Lovely. It needed yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. <sighs> yeah. Ape shit. Godzilla. I just want to have sex. That nigga snaps like. Uh, like it, like the, like like real talk. I'm like th- like you need therapy, but also like like you did that. <laughs> Both things can be true at the same time. Mm. Amen. And and shout out to Jeffrey. Like like the, the the Jeffrey cover is still iconic. The nigga in the dress, like the the the, the dress, it, it's it's iconic. Bitch, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, he's still extremely problematic, but like, like, yeah, you know. And of course, he had to like mask it in masculinity. Like, he he come later on. He came out with a song because, like, the reason I wore the dress because I had to hide the stick, S- something like that. Because you know, niggas. But <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for bear- bearing with us uh, with this, um, you know, Negro spiritual play- playlist. You know. Um, we, we shall overcome. Um, we are going to take another break on last break and we will be right back. All right. All right. We are back and now it is time to scrape the plate. Uh, a couple, couple things. Um, yeah, we, we've had fun, but ooh, girl, ooh, girl. Um, it was rough. It was twas twas very rough. It's been, it's been a rough week or so. Um, 
First off, real quick, girl, what the fuck was that that lift every voice and sing from oh, Pelo- Nancy Pelosi and the other white dude? Like, it was that's, embarrassing. That's what it was. Dry it and Popeyes biscuits. Like, are you not embarrassed? Like, not only were they singing this shit, which I'm like, why is the white man singing this? But the black lawmakers are standing behind them, just smiling. I was like, this is the Twilight Zone. Uh, The the fact that, um, the fact that the one white man's voice singing, lift every voice and and sing, was drowning out the voices of, like, the black people in the room. It was so symbolic. It was so symbolic. Yeah. yeah. Of the the performative uh like whole the whole performative like aspect of this in this whole entire shit making Juneteenth a, a federal holiday. Yeah. The fact the the fact that um middle and upper class non-black Americans get a day off while working class and poor uh black Americans still have to work. Shit don't make no sense. I hate black it. Black people didn't get it. Ain't no black people got a damn check in the mail for nothing. Like all this performing this shit. Like the shit. Like it's like and and th- this week um it was on a fucking Saturday, so niggas got like Friday off. You giving white people a Friday off? Ooh. It just don't sit well with me. It just don't. It just don't. Hmm. Mm. I don't like I know Maxine and the fact that Maxine Waters knows like so much more about politics than I do. And, you you know, she was just standing there like pretending to smile like these crackers got me all the way (laughs) fucked up. It was just such a a horrible sight. I can't even say a horrible sight. I felt so bad for all the black people there. Yeah, you you know they were like, "This is some bullshit." Look, I hope so. I hope that's what they were thinking. Because if they weren't, well, I mean, oh. I know some of them were like, "Oh, we did it, we did it." Louis Simos, yeah, we I, did it. I, it was just I, it was just awful. It was just so awful. And even like I was having this conversation. Um, even the concept of Juneteenth being a federal holiday is weird because it's like, hey, guys, we're going to recognize something that happened because of us. Something awful that happened to black people because of us. We're going to make a, 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 a federal holiday like and do absolutely nothing. No policy to, uh, to, to, to reverse the effects of nothing slavery remember those 40 acres and a mule that we promised y'all yeah it's not happening sorry yeah, for, yeah no no 40 bitches and a mule dick for y'all <laughs> sorry sorry gays and even and what really pisses me off is that this day like it, the day off it, it could have been it could have gone to a day that black people could actually benefit from like Every single, every four years, every election cycle, these white folks, like, get on black people's case, like, oh, black people don't vote. And black people, too, like, oh, black people don't vote. Black people don't vote. They don't do this. They don't do that. They need to go to the polls. They need to go to the, and do this, that, that. And then, like, and and instead of 
making election day a federal holiday so um black poor and working class people can freely go vote without without having to uh, you know rush to the polls after work it, y- y'all just gave it a, like a random ass day well not a random ass day but like a, a day in the middle of the year that, that doesn't serve any fucking body except like the white people who need to feel good about about doing something when mm-hmm. they've done absolutely the fuck nothing. But then like in in um 2024 y'all going to be on our case again. Black people don't vote. Black people don't vote. Y'all need to I'm like, yo. Same y'all could literally just y'all could literally just like have election day off. Like get give everyone a day off. And it's not lost on me that the election sites uh, during presidential elections, during local le- elections, be closing at seven o'clock when so seven o fucking clock when so many working class black people have jobs that extend way past seven o'clock. Okay, like I'm. It's not lost on me that y'all niggas that that they chose that time. It's 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 systematic. It's it's specific. Like this shit is. It's ugh, it's ghastly. I don't think I've ever used that word, but yeah. It's ghastly, it's gaslighty. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All 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 those all those things. So fuck this fake Juneteenth shit. And also like and fuck all these corporations yeah. who like get these these goddamn Juneteenth sales. Um and Cartoon Network, even Cartoon Network was doing the most, having like the, the this this the, the damn uh, Juneteenth pageant image with the, the girl, the the sister from Craig of the Creek, some other black girl from another show, and fucking Amethyst. Amethyst is not black. She a fucking alien. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it. I mean, yes, Garnet Garnet is black, like obviously, but like even like, um, Amethyst was voiced by an Asian actress. Ooh, child. So like. <laughs> I could maybe see if she was voiced by a black person, but she's voiced by an Asian actress. Trying to make her awkward. And she doesn't have any. She does. She she don't have any. She don't have any black features. Girl, what? So sad. Why? Why the? Why was? Why was? Why was Garnet not in the Juneteenth celebration? (laughs) The the Juneteenth pageant that would have made so much sense. Voiced by Estelle. Child. The only dark skinned uh, woman on the cast. Like it's not that hard, y'all. It's not that hard, God. And uh, like, yeah, these corporations are having fucking sales, <laughs> like sales, bitch. If you really want to celebrate freedom, make everything in your damn store free to niggas, and we'll just come pick uh, it up. Uh, 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 all right, for for all our black queens and kings, our queen and king size mattresses are three fifths off. <laughs> Mattress warehouse. All cart cotton shirts. <laughs> oh my god! The fabric of your life. <laughs> oh god! The touch, the feel of the whip. Oh god! <sighs> but yeah, like you said, fuck this June. Ah, I had a dream <laughs> that one day you would walk into H and M and get you a graphic tee. Three for twenty five dollars. <laughs> oh God, this country, this motherfucking country. 
like like you 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 walk onto like one of one of the the metro train the metro buses and you just see, see a sign it's like uh of like a, a picture of like rosa parks like just like looking at you and it's like you deserve to be in the front <laughs> happy juneteenth still have to pay two dollars to ride right <laughs> you deserve to sit in the front but only if seats are available and and but like not like the the ones like all the way in the front because yeah. the, the, those are for disabled people but like yeah. in like the i mean, I mean if, if you're black and disabled yes go off that's that's yeah. for you girl but you know you know yeah Nigga, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Oh God. Um, but this also just happened. Should I? Yeah, I'll, I'll just address this real quick. We're yeah, we, we get into the shit now. So, um, and this 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 actually literally as um, I just, we'll have we'll have had more story like after this shit. Like you know when the shit airs on Monday. But I think even, I know what you're talking about. Um, so one person is dead after two people were run over by a white pickup truck just as the Stonewall Pride Parade and Festival was kicking off in Wilton Manor Saturday night. Fort Lauderdale Mayor Dean Trentalis confirmed. Trentalis, who saw the incident happen, described the event as a terrorist attack on the LGBTQ plus community. It took place on the southwest corner of N- of Northeast uh, 15th Street and Northeast 4th Avenue, police say. NBC6's Steve McLaughlin, who, it, McLaughlin, who is a co-grand marshal for the parade, was there and confirmed the incident. The parade has been put on hold and police are on the scene. Um, yeah, this is the, ex- extremely tragic. I mean, I, I knew, like... Li- <sighs> You know, Pride Month has never been, you know, without tragedy, unfortunately. Like, just another reminder that, you know, as laws are passed, there's still um, some fucking, like, hateful-ass people out out there who don't give a fuck. And, like, for God or whatever reason, they just don't give a fuck about um, queer and trans people. And, well, they do give a fuck. They, they give a fuck that, they're take, that we're taking up space. And you know they want us to want to get us the fuck out of here, like it's yeah, very 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 frustrating. It's it's give it's giving um Charles the Charleston riots, uh um that that lady who got who got run over for like protesting, um the the MAGA people with with they with they fucking Walmart tiki torches, the Charlottesville shit right? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just you know, um, our um, our, our thoughts go go out to um, all the all the victims of of that hate crime, and I really hope they find find those motherfuckers yeah. because this 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 is some this is some fuck shit. Like my my god, like like do do we need like do we need to like start doing like G checks like uh do, like heightened security. Like, like, like you, 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 come, you come to the gate, and it's like, like, show us your grinder profile. Like, let us know that you family. <laughs> like, it's like, like, what the fuck do we have to do to like to like protect ourselves? Yeah, it's it, it's it's frustrating. Yeah, but um, the mess didn't stop. Cause girl, right here in the D, in the DMV, at at a place that I I was at literally the day before this shit happened. <clears throat> Get ready. 
Protesters call for Nelly Sports Bar to close after bar security dragged a black woman down the stairs. Protesters gathered in front of Nelly Sports Bar on June 13th, calling for the local community to boycott the well-known gay bar after a video posted to Twitter the night before showing a security dragging a black woman down the stairs on her back. Through the services of the security personnel um, have since been terminated. This incident was just the latest in a string of reported racist incidents at the popular U Street bar. A block party to boycott Nelly's will, will be held. Uh, yeah, it was held um, on the 18th. Um, the woman in the video, later identified as 22-year-old Keisha Young, was shown to be dragged headfirst down the stairs at the front of the bar as security personnel pulled her by her arms and, according to her lawyer, her hair. Well, according to the fucking video, bitch, what the, like, I, I swear these news sites, anyway. Young and those who can be seen trying to pull the security off and protect her, later identified as her cousins, are pushed out the door. Jesus Christ. So, like, literally, um, I was just at, I was just at Nelly's with, with chilling with my friends. Like, just at Nelly's, like, the day before this bullshit happened. I honestly didn't know that. Um, I, I don't go out that much. I go to Nelly's maybe, like, maybe four times a year. Like, I don't go out that much. But, um, yeah, like, I, I didn't know. But apparently, like, like Nelly's had, like, a history of, like, racist bullshit incidents. Yes. Them and pictures. Yeah. So, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, shit came to a fucking, like, feet fever pitch like and the fact that it was a black security guard like right. really really fucked with me like re like what the fuck like i don't care what the hell i don't care what she was doing like you right you are hired security and you need to act in a professional manner you clearly didn't give a fuck about this about this black woman's life because you you dragging her down the goddamn stairs she could have fucking died on that on, on exactly those steps. like what and, the and, and and then and then what and then what? Then what? Why the fuck are you? Why are you dragging anyone by their hair down a flight right. of steps? That's fucking deadly. Jesus Christ! Like, like, do you not care? Clearly not. Since then, that bitch been closed. Closed the fuck up. You walk by, chairs are up, flipped. Nah, as it should nah. be. Yeah, because yeah. Nelly's, Nelly's has... in a gay bar no longer. Nelly's in a gay bar no more. Cause bitch, <laughs> Nelly's has been really on some fuck shit for years. I would go there uh, occasionally, like you know, years ago when it was like full of niggas. When niggas were like, oh yeah, we're going here, and I knew there were like a lot of black people there. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm going. Otherwise, Nelly's just like has, you know, the typical white gay clientele who are, you know. Who are offhandedly racist and like do yeah, it's that type of bar yeah. So, and I've experienced it and I've seen it happen to other people, and uh, it's not fun. And uh, that's why I stopped going because I was like, this they're literally not doing anything about it. So yeah. Mm. Um, I will say L L Rays has um. El Rays has um, boozy slushies as well, so yeah, you, you need you need a because um, I, I know like them them fruit punch like margaritas and shit like they they were not gonna lie they 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 did hit 
but you know, there are other places we we can go. We can go. You know, like we, yeah, people ask them, well, like if we can't, it, it's 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 um it's hurting me and my and my homegirls is upsetting me and my homegirls. You know, because if 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 you can't go to Nelly's, then where can you go? You can go to El Rey's. <laughs> you can go to Uproar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Green Lantern. They don't serve food though. Um, but yeah, the, like there's um, I think it's called like. A nine or D D nine or something like that, but there are other places. Yeah, definitely. You, you you can you can go. So, but fuck Nelly's. Um, ho- hope that shit gets revamped and transformed into a black owned gay bar. Like, uh, but first, obviously, like burn that. some bur- like burn some sage because you know that, that place needs to get the demons Salt out. The earth. But, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Till the soil. <laughs> that that's what that means. And anyway, anyway okay. Um. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Fuck Nellies. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. I say fuck them. <laughs> and I got that. I got a little bit of Moving right along. Mm. Two literary stars from Nigeria are having a very public feud right now, and their personal beefs are heavily overlaid with big questions about feminism, gender identity, cancel culture, social media, and anti-LGBTQ violence. I'm dead at NPR using the word beef. (laughs) Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie author of such books as Americana and Half a Yellow Sun and a celebrated feminist who has been sampled by Beyonce has accused a younger writer who was once her student, um, Akweke Emezi, of being an opportunist who has tried to build on their former teacher's fame. In return, Emezi, a non-binary person, says that Adichie hates trans people and is trying to use her platforms to oppress the queer community. Both writers are frequently featured on NPR. Earlier this month, Emezi, who uses they-them pronouns, was invited to give a list of Pride Month reading recommendations on Morning Edition. And their latest book, Dear uh, Synthurin, a Black Spirit Memoir, received a stellar review. Meanwhile, Adichie's recent Notes on Grief was hailed on uh, Fresh Air in May. And her Dear Agioele, um, or a Feminist Manifesto in 15 Suggestions, was named one of NPR's best books. Yada, 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 yada. In order to understand their current battle, um, yeah, we, we got we got to take it back. Um, in an Instagram story Wednesday, um, Imezi resurrected their criticisms of comments that Adichie, Adichie, who has championed LGBTQ rights in Nigeria, a country where it is still illegal to be queer or trans, where anti-queer and trans violence is common, and where Twitter has recently been banned, made in 2017 to Channel 4. Um, the interviewer had asked Adichie about feminism as it relates to trans women. My feeling, she said, is that trans women are trans women. I think if you've lived in the world as a man with the privileges the world accords to men and then change gender, it's difficult for me to accept that then we can equate your experience with the experience of a woman who has lived from the beginning in the world as a woman and who has not been accorded those privileges that men are. In the land of 280 characters or less hot takes, some Twitter users were quick to equate Adichie with J.K. Rowling, who has been widely criticized for being anti-trans, and not without precedent. Last November, Adichie told The Guardian that Rowling's comments on gender identity were part of a perfectly reasonable piece from a writer whom Adichie called a woman who is progressive, who clearly stands for and believes in diversity. Hmm. 
Mm-mm. In that interview, Aditya reiterated a familiar point. She called social media takedowns cruel and sad and fundamentally uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intimating that nuanced conversation is impossible online. That same month, in a long Twitter thread, Emezi accused Aditya of having no regard or care for the trans community. On Tuesday, Adichie published a lengthy essay on her own website titled It Is Obscene, in which the writer attempted to bring the conversation back to specific problems she has had with Emezi and another young unnamed writer from her workshop. Not over Emezi's gender identity, but over what she believes to be younger authors' personal faults rendered in scorched earth language. In the essay, Adichie specifically accuses Amezi of using her name to boost their own career without asking permission, in publicity materials on their book cover, and even in applying for a visa to the U.S. In Amezi's Twitter thread in November 2017, they noted that after the debut of their first novel, Freshwater, Adichie had asked for her name to be removed from Amezi's bio and promotional materials, ostensibly due to Adichie's comments about trans women. I was okay with it, they wrote, because to be honest, I agreed that my connection to her shouldn't be used to sell my work. We do not stand for the same things. I didn't and still don't want her name on my books. In repost, Adichie writes in her obscene essay, a person who genuinely believes me to be a murderer cannot possibly want my name on their book cover, unless, of course, that person is a rank opportunist. Uh, Murderer, um, that's apparently a reference to something that Amese wrote on Twitter in April of this year. When you try to deny children access to health care, you are trying to kill them. That's what Rowling supports, FYI. And by endorsing her, that's what Adichie also supports, whether you want to admit that or not. As for Amezi's charge that she is anti-trans, Adichie comments, This woman knows me enough to know that I fully support the rights of trans people and all marginalized people, that I have always been fiercely supportive of difference in general. Wow. So, now, I was all, I was for um, uh, Chimamanda's, you know, feminist uh, speech that uh, Beyonce played, you know, beginning of Flawless, but upon realizing that um, she is excluding trans women from that narrative, uh, yeah, I gotta take a step back. It, it, the fact that she's Co-signing J.K. Rowling. Co-signing a turf makes you a turf, girl. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. The experience of trans women and the experience of cis women are have always been intertwined. Always, like this world is anti-fem, and anti-fem. Period. So, uh, someone who was assigned male at birth who transitioning to a a woman um, has the same struggle. (laughs) Like, like you think, think about like, you know, you know, someone in in your life, you, you know, you know, you have to know someone in your life who you grew up, grew up with, um, who was told that um, they need to stop acting like a girl. They need to stop acting like a girl. They need to stop acting like a girl when it's just, you know, that um, being feminine was just, you know, what came naturally to them. So you you're going you're going to call you going to say somebody keep act, keeps acting like a girl acting like a girl but when they decide to fully transition into being a girl you're like oh no you're not a you're not that that that's that's that shit that shit doesn't sit sit right with me and like all of the transphobic comments that cisgender women specifically cisgender dark skinned black women receive on a daily basis 
Like it, it, it affects cis and trans women. Serena Williams, Michelle Obama. What is the number one insult? The number one insult that that her that their detractors like spit at them. It has, has spit at them in the in the past. They look like a man. She looks she looks like a man. Her shoulders are too big. Her her face looks like this. Her skin's too dark. She looks masculine. All all that stuff. Like that's that's transphobia being directed at cisgender women. So like y'all like all women like y'all in, in this shit together. So to exclude trans women from the, from that narrative is extremely e- extremely disrespectful. It's violent, and y'all need to cut that shit out. You're not a real ally if if you th- if you think this way. If you fucking um. C- co-signing fucking jk rowling like like what, what the like what the fuck even is that and it sucks because so many progressive women you know like you know progressive black women people in general um they follow uh chimamanda ngozi adichie um because you know she's she's got she's eloquent um she's um you know she, she's got like a she's got the the foreign black you know she she's not she's Nigerian she's got like foreign there is such a thing as foreign black privilege you know like what like <laughs> my name my name doesn't give it but the minute I say oh like my parents are from Liberia they they cheer up like oh you're African ooh 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 fancy um yeah they 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 live for that shit like catch it catch it it um but um yeah people love her because she's African and she's eloquent. And she speaks about feminism, you know, all this Mother Africa shit. But if you're being transphobic, I can't really fuck with you. So yeah, you you need to you need to sit and you need to listen to uh, trans people. Um, um, listen listen to your former student. L- listen to Amezi. Listen to Amezi because they 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 like they schooling you on some shit that you clearly need that you clearly need to read up on. You you doing all this writing, but have you read? You doing you're doing all this writing, but have you read, sweetie? And I'll leave it at that. I also wanted to like comment on what you're saying. Like the thing about it is that trans women like also there are trans women who may have like grew up masculine center, but the thing about it is that doesn't take away their womanhood. Like Exactly. Like people like there's not only one way to be a woman there's not only one way to identify as female so you're saying oh because these people didn't grow up in the way that cis women did that means they're not women no like trans women can grow up in a different way than cis women do and still be considered women like just because you didn't grow up with the same experiences that a cis woman did did doesn't mean you didn't grow up (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. a like a girl Tran, yeah. or a woman Tran, or yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it trans like it's yeah, just... trans women yeah trans trans women deserve protection regardless of if they pass exactly as a woman. that's it regardless right of, of, the, of if they can be clocked or not right there yeah i don't i don't i don't give a i don't give a fuck i i i, I literally don't give a fuck like y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to cut that shit um trans not non binary people they do not owe you gender neutrality they could, you know, they 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 could they could look like a woman, look like a man, and still be just trans, not non-binary. Just just because 
someone is non-binary it just doesn't mean they um they they're like completely you know gender neutral clothing and all that all that stuff like it's not um you know gender gender is much much bigger than that mm-hmm. y'all really need to read up on on that shit yeah read the fuck up on that shit you doing a lot of writing but have you read and, and we're not even done with the transphobia y'all that like it, like y'all niggas fucking wildin and from like cisgender woman to cis gay man like y'all like y'all all of y'all are, are, are fucked up so um i'm not i'm not gonna call like i'm not gonna say the name of the, of the person who did the offense because i'm not trying to give him fame like that um but uh, I just wanted to send um, my like my my love and thoughts to um, D- Deshaun, um, who is a, an auth- author activist. Um, they wrote a book called Belly of the Beast: The Politics of Anti-Fatness as Anti-Blackness. It's available on August tenth, uh, twenty twenty-one. Um, so yeah, um, you you can pre-order it uh, at um, PenguinRandomHouse.com. Um, yeah, like the 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 link is in their bio, but any but anyway, like or a uh, pinned, it's 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 pinned to their Twitter. But I was just I was on Twitter the other day and just scrolling, and I saw and I saw them arguing with an older cis, cis gay male, um, because he um the older cis gay black male he accidentally um he accidentally misgendered them, and they very politely very politely corrected him and because they corrected him he just like blew up he people look way out of proportion and this is in the, the same the same giving the same energy that um uh, miss Ch- miss chimamanda uh um was given like um just com- just like snapping on on them like getting upset, like oh my god, like I've been supporting you for years. I've retweeted your book. I've shared your book. This, that, and the third. I'm a I'm a gay elder. I'm I'm a 52 year old like gay, gay elder. So please, you know, like like give me some give me some grace and yada yada yada. And I'm like yo, <sighs> cisgender people. If you fuck up somebody's pronouns and they correct you, say my apologies, thank you for thank you, and move on. That is all you have to do. Don't blow it out of proportion, because the minute you get upset that someone is telling you no, that's not how I identify, and you say oh, and you get bent out of shape. Like, like you're literally saying like oh bitch i'm 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 better than you the the fuck like your identity doesn't doesn't matter to me i don't give a, I, don't, I don't i don't give a fuck I, I i literally don't don't give a fuck about trans people about i don't give a fuck about the work that trans people have done uh uh for my cisgender black ass like just don't give a fuck like y'all are really fucking trying it like y'all are really fucking trying it and it really pisses me the fuck off Y'all, y'all say y'all say y'all pro black, y'all pro, pro queer, pro trans, but something as small as a trans person correcting you, you want to jump down their throat. Like get your shit together, bro. I don't care how old you are. You old, so you grown. You you grown. 
you trip over your auntie's foot and and you you say sorry and you move on. But when but when you, when a trans person corrects you, it's like, oh my god, why are you attacking me? I have always supported I've always supported you. What the fuck? And I'm like, yo. And and the and the, and the people that were co-signing this motherfucker gaslighting this trans person on Twitter, who the fuck do you think you are? Oh my god, I'll be all your asses. Who like uh, not not this not not during Pride. No Lord, please Lord, no. Jesus Jesus fucking Christ. Like y'all, like cisgenders, we need to get it the, we need to get it the fuck together. Like people especially like on Twitter, like niggas feel like every every random thought out they out their head is is right 100%. So when they get corrected, it's like, "Oh shit. Oh my god." Like, bitch, calm the fuck down. Calm calm, calm down. Bitch. Bitch. Bitch, it's it's some bitch shit, yo. It's some bitch shit. Respect trans people. Respect their pronouns. I'll give a fuck how old you are. If you older, that means you grown, so you should know better. Mind your fucking manners and go about your business. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Javondrius, anything? Um, yeah, uh, fuck the baby, fuck Tory Lanez, um, the baby, yeah, fuck the baby, um, fuck Tory Lanez. Megan is the reason y'all, both you niggers, are eating, yeah. and y'all wanna, and and, and y'all wanna, y'all wanna shoot her, and then the other one wanna wanna fucking uh um collaborate with yeah. the nigga that shot her, could have killed yeah. her, that, and, and then, then he, to and then to quote tweet her, he, and be he like, oh, hey, chill, thug. Yeah, he retweeted the tweet that said, I guess the baby and Tory Lane's cool now because they both shot somebody and don't have to do no jail time. He retweeted that like it was funny. And um Yeah. So Confirming that he knew Tory did it. Right. And then he's acting I think the the biggest thing about all of this is that what the baby did is when Megan like addressed it, he immediately just started gaslighting. Like, that's exactly what he did. Like, just, oh, what you're seeing with your own eyes is not what you're seeing. So, st- like, chill out. Chill out. And, um, yeah, so basically, I just want Megan to know that you don't have to fuck with none of these niggas. Trust me. Trust me, these niggas need you more than you need them. And they know it. They This black woman, it. this black woman has been feeding y'all feeding y'all's y'all's careers because she is a beautiful amazonian black black queen and she's doing and well baby you you, you are you you are like a four foot redacted motherfucking tiny tude adventures ass nigga who yeah. can get re- who will can and will get replaced by the neck by the next ignorant ass nigga yeah. like who, who got a similar flow and yeah. uh, tory tory lanes uh tory lanes um look look looking uh head looking like uh, a fucking tump tumbleweed um <laughs> look, um looking looking like it, it, it got sprayed with pesticide you know look, looking like the sun pressed up on it and like it looked look like it's full of termites and shit Wanna fuck? Wanna fucking like shoot this black woman who's been feeding your your mm-hmm. your career, your career. Oh, uh, you and need Rihanna. You you needed her. Right. Trying to fix your inner issues. Trying to fix your inner issues with a bad bitch. <laughs> and shout out to uh, Partisan Fontaine, Megan's boyfriend, for uh, defending her publicly. Um, that's the least you can do. But shout out to him for that. I just. And I mean, I, I, I just love the fact that make a fool yeah. of you 
in a mm-hmm. moment. In a moment. Like everybody like the baby was like we were all side eyeing him side eyeing him cuz he had um cuz his friends were doing some shady shit to Meg and we didn't like it but Meg Meg was like, you know, she's cool with him. Look, the baby, all these male rappers who keep shitting on these female rappers who are basically the reasons why they have careers for real, if we're being honest, go to hell. Like the baby, that's it. It's done. It's over. You can go to hell. Fuck both of y'all. Fuck you and Tory Lanez. Like the nerve of you to constantly to keep collaborating with this woman. Your best songs are with this woman. And then you have the nerve to retweet some bullshit like that and collab on a song with the nigga. Like, there's a difference. Like, if two people are having beef, like just regular beef, and, you know, people collab on a song together, nigga, that's whatever. This man shot her. Shot her. And you're like, yeah, I could still get on a song with her, with with, with Tori. Go to hell, nigga. <laughs> like, go to hell. And the song is mid. Go to hell. Go to hell. That's all I got to say. Because your yeah, best like, songs have been with is, Megan. Niggas is Your anything. best songs were with Megan. Your best ones. And 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 you you want to you want to go make a song with Mr. Tumbleweed? Ugh, bitch. These niggas are anything. Like what? What did I? What did I say in the last segment? Men are men are mentally and emotionally weak. Yeah. Ex- exploit them. Hashtag yep. Black Misandry. Amen. Hashtag Happy Juneteenth. I can hold both thoughts. Yep. And that wraps up our Big Boy Brunch. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Big Boy Brunch. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe. Leave a leave a rating. Leave a review because it really helps. And please, please, please hit that notification button because we drop we drop a hot, fresh, steaming episode, fresh out the kitchen, every Monday morning, every fucking Monday morning. For that ass, might might fuck around and drop too. Might fuck, fuck around and drop too. Um, I will have if I've decided to drop um the mini episode that I did earlier that that will have already dropped on like Sunday, like you know, this past Sunday. But yeah, if not, I'll probably drop like sometime in the middle of the week. But yeah, so. Dre, where can they find you? Yes, sir. I am on Instagram at exhibit underscore Dre. And I'm on Twitter at exhibit Dre. <laughs> the hell's going on with me? Exhibit underscore Dre, right? On Twitter, it's exhibit Dre. Instagram is exhibit underscore Dre. Bet, bet, bet. And I am both on Twitter and Instagram at Lolo Von Z. That is L O L O V O N Z. Thank you so much f- for listening to Big Boy Brunch. Check, please. <laughs>